BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, listen, are you looking to take your So Let's Talk About It podcast experience to the next level? Well, you have to join the VIP circle. We're calling it the Close Friends. And the Close Friends is where you're going to get behind the scenes access, looking at what does it really take to create this show? And you're going to get first access to everything that we're doing. We're talking about live events. We're talking about merchandise. You're going to know first. But what I'm most excited about is a new segment we're launching to the show called the comment section. In the comment section is where we're going to be answering your questions. We're going to be answering your comments and responding live on the show. And so we want to hear from you. This is not just us talking. It's not just entertainment but it's a community. We're all on this self-discovery journey together. So we want to hear from you. So make sure you click the link in the show notes. So let's talk about it pod.com and join the VIP circle, come into the close friends and we can't wait to hear from you now back to the show. All right. So hear me out. Okay. There's no secret that men need sex. None at all. All right. But if we need it, then what do women need from us? So I think it's important to talk about at least the five sex needs that men and women need in order to thrive in their relationship. But, you know, it's an important topic. Well, let's talk about it. All right, let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? We're your hosts, Malcolm and Brittany Garrison. And you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You're right. There is no there is no secret that men and women have that men, what did you say? That men have very high sex needs. Yeah, like it's no secret that we we need it. I think the difficulty for women becomes like need is just such a crazy word. How and I think it? when you say I need it, it's like, what does that even mean? Like, like what Alex said, I need to eat, I need to sleep, I need to breathe. What does that even mean? <laughs> like, though? like, I, like break it down. I guess for 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 women, break it down. Like, okay, when a man says I need this, what does that mean? I mean, when he's saying he needs it, it's exactly what he means. Like, in order to function, I feel like we need it. Here's the thing: I think we don't know why. But I think it's wired in our nature, and we can't really express why we need it so much. Like and communicate effectively. Yeah, we can't. We can't communicate effectively of why we need it, and this is why I said we need to talk about the five uh, sex needs that men and women go through and need in a relationship. Because one in the book that we read about about this, it hashtag explain, not a book club. 
Hashtag not a book club. But it explained to us why mm-hmm. we think this way. Why we're wired so differently. Right. And how meeting the need of your spouse, if men met the need of their of their spouse mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. our need would be met more. So to preface that, right, to bring it into context, I think I talked about this at the end of the His Needs, Her Needs episode, where it was like in doing research for that episode, we come across this other book. <laughs> and hashtag, this is not a book club, right? <laughs> this is not like Malcolm and Brittany uh, reflections on books, but I will say in this season of our marriage in particular, um, and in our life, not just our marriage, but in yeah. our life, I think we've gone through some things that have made us more intentional about learning about the things that will enrich our marriage or make our marriage better, make our relationship yeah. better. Um, because one thing that I feel like the biggest issue between men and women and having proper communication is that we don't know how to do it right. Or like we don't have the right words or the right terms. And one of the reasons why we wanted to start our podcast was to create opportunities that give the words and give the language to people being able to start those conversations and start to communicate effectively because of some things that we've experienced the same that listening to podcasts, listening to shows, watching movies or watching shows that have allowed us to start and spark different conversations. So I say all that to say that's the, the, the reason why our podcast actually ended up getting started. But in this episode and in this season's research, I'm looking for the his needs, her needs book, And I come across this book called The Five Sex Needs of Men and Women. And when you're talking about the biggest issues between men and women, it's sex. Yeah, it's the the biggest divider. Yes. You know, because they're so wired differently. Yes, because it's wired so differently. So because of that, it intrigued me. And I'm like, I got to look into this. And I remember when I started, you know, skimming through it. I called you immediately like you have to listen to this and I started reading you some stuff and we were like, yo, we got to talk about this Mm -hmm. because I think it's one thing to talk about the needs that men and women have, but I think it's another thing when you specifically tie that to the biggest divider being sex. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's why we wanted to bring this one and kind of discuss our findings and like our thoughts in regards to what we found out and share that with you guys because from from a marital standpoint and from a, a sex standpoint, we know that's what everybody wants to talk about. It's the it's a highly taboo topic, um, and I don't think it's discussed enough because it's not discussed properly. But I'm ready to talk about this because I think it changed our marriage. Let me ask you before we get into the actual details, like how do you feel like, you know, after the findings of the information that we got from this book, like what do you think changed for us um, physically or like in the understanding kind of space? Uh after reading this, after reading this book, I felt like I lacked intentionality in in meeting the needs for of you, because yeah, it's easy to think like, man, I'm not, uh, my wife is not giving me enough sex, or it's easy to say that I feel like I need more, but you got to look on the flip side of things, like okay, how are you meeting the need of her in order for her to meet the need of you, mm-hmm. and what it allowed me to do is have some self reflection of okay, if affirmation is one of the one of the bigger needs. Am I affirming her enough? Right. You know, and how am I making her feel throughout the day? Because we talked about uh, the withdrawals and stuff like that in in Mm -hmm. his needs, her needs, right? Mm -hmm. About making these daily deposits. Mm -hmm. Like, so am I affirming her throughout the day? Am I affirming her throughout the week? Does she feel like a woman because of the things I'm saying to her? Does she feel secure? Does she feel like uh, I desire her? And not just in a sexual, sexual way, but just in a humanity way. Like, 
I desire you as a person. I desire to get to know you better. I get desire. I desire to know uh, more of what you like, don't like. Men think like it's, that's just too much. You know, <laughs> we don't care about that, and we don't. Right. But it's not a. It's not about what you care about, because especially when you, you know, we're talking about uh, working through your marriage. Mm-hmm. It's about now. Okay, how how can I serve her? How can I better serve this person? How can I better serve him? In order for me to now have not not even get it reciprocated. Yeah, I was about to say that. Because you don't you don't want to do things in order to have it be reciprocated, but mm-hmm. it just opens the door for reciprocation without you needing it. You know what I I'm agree. saying? And I, I think that's what the book did for me. For me, I think it was important to really understand what sex really means for men. Like that whole when you hear your man say, I need it. That is like, I need it. Like, that don't just does not make any sense. Mm. And I need to know what need really means. And I think, like I said, the book actually put it into perspective to understand. Like, when your man said he needed, these are the things that it equates to for him. Like, the weight of sex to me was never that. Like, it was an activity to me for you. If that makes sense. Like, sex is a thing. It's not a need. Like, that don't make sense to me. It's an action. It's an activity. Mm -hmm. What do you mean you need this? But in now having that level of understanding, I can even see more of the repercussions of a no or... you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and repercussion sounds like a crazy word, but it's like when we get into the details of this, it's, it's going to make sense. I mean, yeah. But like, I never understood the weight of a no, the weight of the level of rejection that men feel. And I think it will make a lot more relationships healthy um, if you now understand it. It's not to say that it's perfect. It's not to say that now every waking request has been. Aye, aye, Captain. Like, <laughs> as you wish, my lord. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. that hasn't been what it is. You know nah. what I mean? But I now am a lot more conscious of the situation. It is not just mm. yes or no. Well, let's get into them. Let's, let's get into it. What are the top five needs for a man so sexually? The top five, mutual satisfaction. Okay connection the responsiveness of the wife or or woman which is weird because it says men and women but then it starts talking about husband and wife so whatever y'all get the point um the initiation of her and affirmation and i'm glad we're starting with men first (laughs) because i found that the man side of it was a lot more detailed than the woman's side the woman's side was just giving straight bullet points this is what you need to do this is what it means for her it said a man feels like a man when he could please his wife. This is 100% true. What does that mean? I, said, I mean, think of it like this. We're fighting constant battles daily, men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the number one, I think, thing for a man to feel like a man, it is it is to like, okay, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It don't matter if I'm getting shit on at work. People don't respect me, you know, in my workplace, whatever it is. When I come home, I am sexually fulfilling my wife. Because think about think about how hurt, how quickly you can hurt the male ego. If you say you trash in bed, what? Just think about just think about if a man heard that from his wife Oof. or from his significant other. What would that? Do you think that would build him or would that diminish him? And mm-hmm. you know, and his ego even smaller. And because he's fighting daily battles now, it's like if I'm not the priest of my own home, if I'm not the the man of of my home, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not fulfilling her well who the heck can i fulfill you know what i'm saying so yes i I can agree with that i thought that was interesting because it said that 
nearly 50% of men say that their identity is locked up in their level of sexuality, like who, how they are sexually. Well, you think about you think about how for men it's like it's like a game. Mm-hmm. It's like how it's how many people you slept with. How many you know how, how many Crazy. people can I conquer this this idea of conquering. So let's talk about that, right? Okay. Because so so let's talk about a younger man. Because if you're talking about college, I remember like one of the first conversations you and I had was all about body count, and mm. it's interesting because, <laughs> like you said, men are more focused on conquering and 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 building the. It's like a the building the stash up or whatever the hell yeah, you want to call it. List, you know yeah, building the list, checking it twice, Santa Claus, whatever you want to call it. Right. But it's like so you now equate your identity to. It's like, it's like that. Is that why y'all talk about it? Is that why y'all consistently compare numbers? And you know, not to not to throw any of my guys out there. I love all of my brothers from college, but so if we funny. could be real about it, <laughs> y'all used to literally. Well, not y'all, because you was with me. <laughs> Let it be known, <laughs> not y'all, but they, the ones who were single at that time, would like play a game. I guess what you would call it of like who could rack up the most bodies or who could hit the most girls. Why? Like, what does that do for you? Is that the ego boost? Is that the confidence builder in your sexuality? And is, is that why you feel like truth to why identity is wrapped up in your level of sexuality? It's 100% why it's wrapped up. But I mean, of course, it feeds the ego. And think about it. Everything's always competition. So you, you, if you're in competition that, in that space, you by you winning is, is, is feeding your ego. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And what it does, though, is it detaches you emotionally. Mm. So when you think about when when you talk about meeting the needs of your spouse, we're not we're not wired to meet the need because we haven't been doing that our entire life. That's not what we were having sex for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was having sex solely for our pleasure, not the other person's. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So when you get into a marriage and now you have somebody that you're only having sex with this one person and now you got to meet the need of this person. Mm. And your entire life you haven't been practicing how to meet the need of anybody. Right. If my wife comes to me and tells me you're not meeting my need sexually, then what? What does that feel like? Well, I don't know what it feels like. What you know what I'm saying? <laughs> First, what would it feel? I, I'm I not saying like what does it feel like for you, like, but it in the in in the hypothetically, if that yeah. was a situation that happened between you and I, like because I think the whole point of like talking about it is like bringing forth the understanding of what that does to the man or what that what goes on through y'all head because the whole issue between all of this stuff especially with women you know and and us wanting communication us wanting to understand you us want you to talk about your feelings and your Mm -hmm. emotions is like what now does that do if you are like you know i'm saying you're not satisfying me i mean i I think it just diminishes your self-worth i I just feel like self-worth yeah i feel like a man would just feel like like yo what am i what am I? What am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Like who? Who? The, I can't. If I can't please my wife, if I can't please the one person that I'm supposed to, where's my value? You know what I'm saying? Because men, men value themselves based on monetary, and how they how they please their woman sexually. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they go hand in hand. Okay. So, say a man with no money and no sexual fulfillment, <laughs> this is a lost man. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Think about it. I mean, I mean, when you think about that, so if that was to be said in my marriage, now we're feeling like less than. Mm. That's a that's a, a dark space to be in. Mm-hmm. If a man feels less than, how does he now walk around day to day? So I think what was also interesting that it said this in particular, and I want you to kind of break it down. So if if the need is now 
mutual satisfaction, meaning like you want to know that it's not, I'm not just doing this to please myself. I want to know that I have pleased you as well. Break down what it feels like hearing I could just lay there and let you do your thing. I feel like that's like, you talking about the woman saying that? To, right, to the like so now, like if it's like, you know, that that is a thing that has been said, like yeah. you got it, just go ahead. You just know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you're, that, in your, your layman's terms is calling it a dead fish. Yeah, she laying like a dead fish does nothing for, for us. Like, Yes, we'll take it. You know what I'm saying? But the second affirmation, or I mean, the second sex need is connection. Mm-hmm. So how do I feel connected to somebody that I'm supposed to be literally, you told, God told me I can only have sex and the feeling is not mutual that mm-hmm. you want to do it with me. I now feel like you don't want. This is the part that changed my life, right? Is okay. knowing that that makes you feel, what makes you feel like you don't want me. It's not just not having sex with me. It's you don't want me. And I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Like men want the reciprocation, the desire, the lustfulness mm-hmm. that we have for you all. We want that in return. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of men struggle with receiving that in return. I, I feel like a lot of women struggle with showing that in return. You, you know what I'm saying? But there's a reason why. And this book breaks it down. It's that we're literally wired the opposite way. Affirmation is the first and affection it's like the first thing for a woman. It's the last thing for a man. Yeah, no, I, 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 can, I can see that. But and it didn't even say affection. It actually said affirmation for a man. But Connection is our affection. Right, and that's the, that's the part that changed everything for me. I got to read this in particular because this is what really changed the game. It says sex builds connections for a man in the same way that talking and helping around the house builds connection for a woman. So like those things where we're like, I need help or I need to, I want to feel connected to you and that I want to have engaging conversations and, you know, intimate things where we can discuss us and how you're feeling and all that stuff like that. And y'all like, I don't want to do that. I don't care to do that. I don't want to talk to you. I'm not your girlfriend. But it's learning that, it was learning for me that sex is that for you. It says sometimes the best way to unlock your man's emotions is through satisfying his physical needs for sex. That's when they let down their guard and become the most vulnerable. I mean, because that's, that's, he's thinking the, the most clear. You know what I'm saying? Like The clarity the, thing is even crazy to me. The, the release of stress, it's, it's a stress relief. It's, you know what I'm saying? So if you want your questions answered, it's probably going to come by way of that need being met. Well, then you're going to have to, like, so So let's break this down. Okay. If you're a night sexer because y'all work That's all so day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're going to roll over and go to bed after that. So how do I get my questions answered? Because I feel like that's sometimes what women think. Like, yeah. you are keen to say, why do you ask me questions in the middle of the night? And I'm like, well, if this is the, if these things are telling me that this is the moment, you just said it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking the most clear. I'm the most vulnerable. I feel good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm confident now. Where's my shot to ask you the question if you're going to start snoring in the next five minutes? Because I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that cookie cutter. Like, I don't think it's like, okay, now I got him where I want him. <laughs> Five so, minutes after this, let tell me, me about your five year long goals. Yeah, tell me about your five year long goals. Like I don't think I don't think it's like that. But I think okay, say y'all have you we have sex at night, right? Mm-hmm. We do our thing. It was great. We both met our needs. You know what I'm saying? And by next day we, we're having a conversation. You bring something to the forefront that you need answered. I feel like that man is gonna be way more open to answering the question that you have mm-hmm. because he's had his need. Met. It doesn't matter the time frame. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's a cookie cutter. Like, let me ask him five minutes directly after this, so I know I can get the right answer. No, I think it's 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 about okay. She man, she, she did a thing last night. You know what I'm saying? We think about That's this, hilarious. and we'll run through a wall for you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. And by you giving this que- by you getting your questions answered or giving these questions, 
you'll get them answered because we now feel like, okay, she's reciprocating what I've been, what I've been putting out there. Like if I've been lusting over you and desiring you and you, and you're giving me that same energy, why wouldn't I be open to meaningful conversation? Mm-hmm. I think it is important to understand that that's how he connects, but I think the issue becomes where we're not getting the same. You know what I'm saying? Like our love bank isn't getting filled up, but I have to now and respond to your sexual advances, if that makes sense. I have to now want to connect in that way because that is what your need is. And honestly, I'm more intentional about it. I'm more observant of it. I pay a lot more attention to that, but it doesn't stop the need that I also have. And sometimes that need not being met, but knowing that I have to now feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's the, it's frustrating to feel like I'm not getting that in return, but I have to meet this need consistently as well. I mean, how, how do you, is it on us to fulfill it or is it on the other person to communicate what they need first? But y'all know what women need though. That's the thing. We've already discussed this. When, when, when a man asks why you're not getting as much sex as you would want, the response is typically because I don't feel emotionally connected to you. And so emotional connection is what allows the freak to come out. If we're being honest, like that's what allows me to want to be sexual. That's what allows me to want to do all the things is because my connection to you is high. I feel connected to you emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, which then in turn gives you the physicality that you want. And so it's like, you want the physicality, not you, but you know, typically men want more physicality, but they're yeah. not willing. Like, I think we had a conversation one time with our friends. I think Corey and Alex were over at the house or something like that. Um, Alex's wife, Christina, she was there. And uh, I think we, we posted this on the aftermath. It was an episode we had. It was an extra episode that we had mm-hmm. after the men's episode. And it was like, y'all are like, I'm not about to take you on five dates every, every week <laughs> just to get, you know, sex five times a week. And it's like, that's not what we're talking about because it's not just about dating me. It is that is that is another part is that the pursuit is never the same. You know what I'm saying? The pursuit consistently changes. I have to you want me to cut the freak up, but the level of pursuing me because I'm no longer a goal for you or you know, you already hit. You know what I'm saying? You already conquered, especially if you married it. Well, now I, I've done all the things. Mm-hmm. So it's like the level of pursuit that the man now has for the woman, especially his wife, if that changes, but it's like you want me to heighten up the level of sex because it's I need it that bad. I can't even think because you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what becomes frustrating for us as women is that whether or not my love bank gets full, it's still an expectation for you. And I think, I think for men is that it's the constant, the constant need to to ask. It's the constant need to feel like, okay, this thing is one sided. Like a lot of men feel like if I didn't, if I don't initiate, it doesn't get done. That's true. So let's talk about that, like, cause well, that's that's I got a, a that's later in the in the in the it's, okay, that's right. later, that's later, because it is a need. So I don't want to tap into it and bounce around mm-hmm. because it is one of your needs. But my question is, for for a woman that's looking to build the connection with her husband in this area, what are some simple things that a woman can do to make her feel her man feel important, like their priority? Because um, it talked about this, and we've talked about this before that the the no almost feels like. I'm not a priority to you for, for a man. man. For a man, mm-hmm. believe it or not, I think I think men men would enjoy compliments. Like think about, I mean, women go throughout their entire life or entire day being chased and sought after, mm-hmm. and it's typically the man chasing you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like men would appreciate their wife kind of giving that same kind of that same kind of level of appreciation, lust, whatever you want to call it. Of hey, you look good today. Mm-hmm. Or you you this you that you know what I'm saying like a sexy text message text message saying like you did this last night and I, you know simple stuff 
that I feel like women skip over, but men would appreciate it so much more. And it would feel a need that they probably don't even know is there. You know what I'm saying? And it would want him to go that extra mile. And I think it's all about incentivizing somebody to go that extra mile mm -hmm. for the other person. And I think we lose sight of that. I can understand that. The third one, responsiveness. And it says, when a wife rejects her husband, this is where things really change for me. Mm -hmm. And ladies, I'm going to say, please hear me out on this one. When I read this, I sent this book to all my friends that are wives. Like, <laughs> I have found the playbook for wifedom. For wifehood. <laughs> because, like I said, the issue the issue is that we don't understand what I need it means. It's not enough for us. One, because women are very communicative. We're way more descriptive than that. So I need it. Don't cut it for us. When I read this book, ladies, let me tell you. Well, I didn't read the book because I'm just not a reader. I'm a skimmer. Mm -hmm. I get the clip. I get the parts I need you to. Need the clip though, yeah. This right here. Responsiveness, it says, when a wife rejects her husband's advances, he often interprets her lack of sexual response as I don't care about you or your needs are not important to me. And so this is where I talked about this at the beginning, where I had to learn what my responses meant to him, like what they can what they communicate to him. Yeah. Being conscious of. How yes. You being conscious of the not It don't even matter how it comes out, whatever. It's understanding that this response can communicate this to him, not just saying absolutely <laughs> you know what i'm saying okay. and and it said in the book too like and a woman will read this and be like so i can say no never and it's like nah it's not you can't say no it's just you do need to understand what it turns into in his head right because i think it's more so about how you say no uh, yes like like i mean of course you're not gonna you're not gonna always be in the mood believe it or not we're not always in the mood too we'll never believe that but yes oh, yeah okay you, you'll never believe that but I feel like it's the way the response is. Sometimes the response can be condescending. So give me a response. Okay. I, what's an advance I would give you? Like, will I grab your butt? Would I say, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'll probably say some random stuff. It doesn't you matter. You say some very wild stuff, so I'm just trying to figure out if that's what you want me to say on here. Your mother watches this. Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. All right. Let's not go there. <laughs> anyway, anyway <laughs> if I say, hey, babe, I want like I want to have sex tonight. Mm -hmm. And you say... You want to do it tonight? <laughs> well, I just said tonight. You know what I'm saying? So, so what? What is what, a better response for you? Oh, not tonight. <laughs> no, it's. But I would love to. But can we do this and the third first? Maybe, maybe is it is it that y'all really don't want to? It's not. Or is sometimes it, it really is like you got to understand that it's just not a need for us so because it's not a need it it doesn't become a priority where it's like oh my god yes i can't wait for this now i can't speak this is not for all women because there are some women with higher sex drives than men um or than than other women but i think because it's not a priority for us it's not me saying like it's not thought of your men talk about this being on their mind all day like you say it all the time men women will never understand how many times a man is horny a day no, or a man wants to have sex a day. We'll and it. so it's like, I can promise you, it's probably not on our mind half of half of the time. Half of the half of the time that it's on your mind. Yeah, but I'm saying like I think I think women women do not understand the magnitude of even being silent in that moment, not saying anything, or or just saying but no in general because we're such visual creatures. Understand that. Understand that. And there was a part where it also talked about 
and you can talk to this, is like what it taught you also in responsiveness is how y'all receive the response, how you receive the silence, how you receive the no. Or, because sometimes it for women, our minds, kind of, if you ask me that, and I know I just put a load in the laundry, I know that I just fit, I still got to cook dinner, and then there's the kitchen is dirty, Caden's still awake, all these things, right? I got to get prepared for a client, or I got a meeting tomorrow, like all these things. If you put all those things into my mind, like that's how our minds work. So sometimes it's not that it's not on our mind, it's that as you asked me, I had to sort through all the other things on my list of to-dos to now see how that can fit. You know what I'm saying? And it might not be that I don't want to. It might be that I do want to, but I still, my, my our minds are wired to always go through what has to get done too. Yeah. I, so when, when I'm reading this book and it talked about how we men feel rejected, mm-hmm. but it's not always that y'all are rejecting. It's more so about you're doing exactly that. You're thinking about all the things mm-hmm. and all the things that might have to get done throughout the day. So sex is not in the forefront of your mind. And what I had to see is that, okay, is she, what we have to start doing is, as I said, is she rejecting me in this moment? Mm-hmm. Or is she is she needing my help in this moment? Is she needing me to be the need in order for my need to get met too? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think we think of it like we initially just say, okay, she rejected me, fuck this bitch, I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? And then resentment falls into place and, and frustration mm-hmm. because how else do how else do a married couple get to a point where you're not having sex at all? I understand that it has to be some built up frustration there of okay, I've asked too many times, and she ain't, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. It's like, like I said, that this was an eye-opener. I think it's a very hefty playbook for anybody who's in a serious relationship or want to be married and married long-term is to understand what this really does mean for your relationship. And so in it telling you now, she's actually sorting through in her mind, computing, and actually when she got through with all that, her response was, that would be nice. I would love to have sex tonight. But because it took me too long to tell you that, now you I'm take mad. it as and you mad already. I'm already the, mad. Yes. The moment they'd be like, the moment is already gone. I don't yeah. want and it's like, I but that's not now. even that's not even, even what hard. it was gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not what it was. And so I'm on both ends of it of like understanding what it means as your wife, but also being able to like when women say I want to be in the mind of a man, this is what this was. Hmm. And it said, when a wife responds to her husband's sexual needs, he feels loved. But he's he feels loved. But when she ignores or overtly rejects this need, he feels unwanted and unloved. He's hurt by her frustrated looks or half-hearted attempts and complaints. Sex is a man's way of feeling close. When a wife rebuffs or ignores this sexual advance, she sends the message that she doesn't want to be close to him. And so I value or desire the closeness so much that I was willing to make the adjustment, if that makes sense. Mm. Because I understand I need sex now. So from a man's perspective. From a man's perspective. You, like I it makes sense it. now. Okay. So it's like I'm not I can't be just like I really don't feel like it. Sometimes I really be like, get your hell together, get your mind together, go ahead and get all the things <laughs> the out the game. way. Get real life. Go get, get a sh- get your head in the game. Get all this stuff done it's early. You know what shit. I'm saying? Put the baby to bed. If it might, you know what I'm saying? I'm just being more intentional about the things because I can't always just put it on you because I'm more I'm I desire the closeness. And if that's what makes him feel close, then I can't always just say no and want it to be my way for you to meet my needs in order for me to do it in return. Yeah. 
I get that. That's what I learned from this. And that's where I felt like this was a major game changer um, for really for married couples, essentially, but really for women. Because I think a lot of times, a lot of things are geared more towards men, men understanding what the woman needs. Yeah. This right here changed everything. No, no. I, I see why it's important for both parties to understand the needs that need to be met. Because you sitting under one roof and you don't even know. At okay, all. We've bro. been together for 10 years. Yes. I just learned this last month. Yeah, this is crazy. Or two months ago or whatever. So let's break down what, what happens when his needs aren't met and then how we can try to meet these needs. Now, of course, it has a way more stuff in here, y'all, but these are the ones that I thought made sense for me. Okay. Right? It says um, when his needs aren't met, he may withdraw sexually. He may w- withdraw emotionally. Um, when they're not met, he may become angry and resentful. <laughs> I've seen plenty of those. Um, and he may become vulnerable to sexual sem- temptation. Yeah. And for me, I'm not rocking. So right. I need to be rocking. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. No, but that's a real thing be- mm-hmm. because, and I'm, I said this earlier, it's because men are visual creatures. So mm-hmm. in, a, in a world where everything on social media is at your fingertips, is ass and titties. Is ass and titties. And this is all he sees all day. What do you think if you're not even if you're not even remotely mm-hmm. trying to meet some of that need? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be sexy. Trying trying to uh sending him text messages. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You remember what you asked me earlier? Like, do women like uh what did you say? Do women I might intentionally have, I mean, try not to be right, sexy? Yeah. Let me ask this. Let me ask this because <laughs> Do you think women ever try to make themselves undesirable to their husbands so they don't ha- want to have sex? Absolutely. With Why? I need to know this. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know this. Because some days it really is off the table, dead ass. Like sometimes it's just not at today's just not that day. Like I literally genuinely do not want to. And so the only way for me to not have to tell you no <laughs> is to become a nun for the day. Is to become a nun. Think about it. Like, if if I'm not desirable, then I also don't have to reject you. Does that make sense? Like, it's like, and uh, call us wrong for it, but it's just the truth. We're, you ask me an honest question, the truth is sometimes yes. That means I'm probably going to put on the biggest hoodie, right, and the probably your ball shorts. Now, sometimes you might like uh-huh. that depending on what's on top of the ball shorts. Depends on, you know what I mean? But you're not a boob guy, so it don't matter. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know. And you know, you know, there are days where I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and just do all the things. I already know what time it is. I'm priming you up a whole day, all day, based yes. off of what I got on. I can tell when you want it. Like, you'll, <laughs> you'll wear the booty shorts and it's like, okay. Sometimes it's not because I want it, though. I know, but you already know it's provoking. So Correct. But so, but I under, well, I know, but this is before today, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that. And I know that that's what you want. Because if you go outside or you go to the gym and you see somebody else like that, especially in the summer in Atlanta, and you come home and I, I got on a muumuu. Uh, apron and a, <laughs> and a, a muumuu. <laughs> a muumuu, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, like, bro, what is this? You got on a long dress. You <laughs> No. Yeah, but, like, why the being undesirable? I feel like. It's not it, all the time. But are women, are women ready for the possible repercussion of that? No. You're not ready okay. for the repercussion, but it doesn't change the fact that. I, to, for me, I can't speak for all women. I would say in the moments where I actively become undesirable and put on my muumu and look like a full time mom, hilarious. I'm being real. You ask the question, I'm yeah, answering no, it, and look like a full time mom. 
is literally because I rather not say no. I would rather you be like, what the hell is she wearing? Like, blah, blah, blah. So that I don't have to even do the whole rejection part, if that makes sense. Mm. I would prefer to not do that. It, you won't ask. If you see me put on granny panties that day, if you see Bruh. me put on the muumu, I got on your ball shorts and a hoodie, you're like, okay, she's going to the game. She's she's going, she's she's not it. Yeah, nah, you know what I'm saying? Not it. And I'm not saying that it's right, but that I, I think if you're at if your question is why, sometimes it's really like I would rather not say no. So let me make it say no. <laughs> so my words don't have to. Fellas, you hear this? I'm, I'm, I'm this sorry. Is crazy. What is it crazy? Yeah, because we don't we don't sit there and look try to look undesirable to y'all. Well, we're not visual creatures. Y'all emotional. It, so, now it's not to say that because you know what I'm saying, like for me, when when you started getting a little hefty, I was like, listen. Yeah, time to get a gym. Get you got to go. Cause uh I'm not I'm not doing that. Cause you know, once it's too far gone, it's probably harder to lose. Yeah, but what if a man said that? What if a man said that to, to This is not the point the, of this this episode. I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I don't. Th- are y'all willing to have that same reciprocation? Though? We've had conversations like that before. No, we have. But I'm saying women in general. You think women could take that? Like, if, if a man said to his wife, "Hey, I think you're getting. It's time to. Uh, it's time to go to the gym." I think there's a way that a man would have to say it because women are emotional creatures. If you gotcha. say that, like that. I'm cussing you out, and I'm gonna say f you. First of all, right. f you. I had your whole child, yeah, and yeah. and you got me pregnant after I got five because I was in the gym. So <laughs> nigga, you ruined the whole thing. I was consistent. I was in the gym for over a year consistently with the trainer, right. and then you got me pregnant. So this is your fault. Okay. Don't even get me on this because I will go. Like, and this is exactly if he ever said it to me, that's exactly what the hell that's I'm gonna still say. Crazy though, because are you nuts? It would it would be a woman blaming I'm doing my best. the man <laughs> for not trying to keep up Listen, herself, which is crazy. I'm not saying don't keep up yourself. So let's talk about it. How do you meet his needs? It says realize sex plays a major role in helping him process life, which is what the whole need thing, ladies. It helps I don't him really process. Understand that? That's crazy. That's process what? life. That's what you just said. You just said you men needed to eat. They need the clarity. It's talking about clarity. The whole point okay, of that yeah. is the mental clarity. Okay. Sex has this miraculous ability to clear a man's mind and help him solve problems. Okay. So that's why it says help you process life. I got you. Because y'all said that though, which is crazy. Y'all just don't know how to make it make sense to women. No, not at all. But you're like, process life. But if I say, does it give you clarity? And you're like, hell yeah, that's why we need it. Okay, I can't think. Well, wouldn't that be processing your life? Right. Right? Um, Say yes as often as possible. Jesus Christ. Uh, If you must say no, (laughs) don't say it right away. No. Um, Decide to enjoy sex with him. Decide to enjoy. This is wild. Like, that y'all have to decide to enjoy instead of just enjoying the ride. If I don't want to to do it, what do you mean? enjoy it like i have to now put myself in that headspace think about it how can we get y'all into the headspace more when we talk about the women's needs um decide to enjoy sex help your spouse know how to please you get over shyness because that's another thing that y'all don't have to deal with is that men are so sexually open for so long that Mm -hmm. it is kind of difficult especially we talked about this they talked about this at church Uh, we went to a couple's night the other night and our pastors talked about like women that grow up in church, women, period, it's like put onto us to be pure. You know what I'm saying? You want to be 
uh, what do they call it? You don't want to be provocative or, you know, like your your mom or your, yes, your mom or your grandmother will say, you know, you don't want to be like those girls, you know, right, type right. thing, right? And so, now, but then it's like you get married and they're like, oh, you about to get pregnant and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, nigga, you just made me be a nun my whole life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then I'm just supposed to, to just, uh, you know, freakify myself after not, you know, wanting to be sexy my whole life. Right. Um, and then it says, realize that your husband's emotions don't work like yours. Mm-hmm. And so I think this ans- this goes perfectly into your question about women. So you talk about the women's needs. Women's needs. All right. So we don't spend the whole time talking about men because y'all so effing complicated. So they talk about the first the first one of the sex needs for women is affirmation. Second is connection. Then non-sexual touch. My God. Which is wild. Um, spiritual intimacy that is very true and prayer that, is the sexiest thing i've ever seen and lastly romance what my father said this one time i don't know who he was talking to. my parents are marriage counselors i've said this many, many times and i think i overheard one of their sessions um or one of their events they were doing they said that prayer is an aphrodisiac I have friends, and we talk about this all the time, like how sexy it is for a man to submit himself to God. What the hell? That is fire. I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't get that. It's, it's different. That's the last thing I'm doing is is catching a hard one, praying. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't see that. You know why though? This why? is a woman's need. It's not a well, man's yeah, need. Well, yeah, yeah, so obviously, obviously. You don't care as long as it's sexy. If it's visual, that's your thing. Like our whole thing is emotional. Spirituality is 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 a connection that is unseen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you're not gonna get that if the majority of what men need is physical. That makes sense. Well, I mean, it says it says okay for affirmation. You want to give her co- genuine compliments. Mm-hmm. Actively listen to what she says. My God. So not just uh, hearing what she says, but listening. And or staring at her face as she speaks and then saying, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Is that because that's what I do? Like a mug. Like, literally, I know when you're actively listening versus I'm talking and you're there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those are two different moments. Okay. Am I lying? No, you're not. You're not lying. Should I be like, did you hear me? No, no, no. What did you say? <laughs> like, what? Well, be go- I, I think men just don't have as many words as y'all. <laughs> y'all have so you many words. You don't need that many words to listen. Yeah, you're right. But y'all be asking, you know what it is? Y'all give the y'all give the quiz after you speak. Yes. So what did I say? Okay. All right. Well, I had never done good at tests, so. <laughs> you weren't listening in the first place. So honestly, if you were, but the times. Was when we get to take something that they hear that quickly. Let it process. And then, you know. So you're a subconscious you. listener. Probably. I think all men are subconsciously listening. We hear it. And we're listening subconsciously. But directly after you say it, I can't wait to say all that. What? That's why maybe active listening requires you to actually co- converse with me. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so she said what then? Yeah. Maybe you'll stay on track. Maybe so. Okay. So it says giving her the opportunity to slow down from her busy pace of life. For sure. Talk to me about that. Like, what, what does that mean? I mean, like, we're we're building businesses full time, mm-hmm. um, and I'm a wife and a mother. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, my life is always busy. <laughs> my life is always busy because my mind is always running. It don't even have to actually be busy physically, 
but mentally there's always something you're thinking about. And so when um, you always talk to me about like, when I go to take a nap or like when I go get in the bed, you're like, you're not even sleep. I'm like, yeah, because it's the first time I didn't have to think about nobody else and I can actually think for myself. Or You're right, but I think when I say that, I feel like I'm trying to give, get you, me to rest. give you the opportunity Correct. to and that's, get away from your, your And that's your wonderful. Life. The you know truth of the matter, but it's like it doesn't stop my mind from running. It's just this the first because I feel like when you're a wife and you're a mother and you're building businesses, especially if you're in the people type of business, there's always somebody that needs something from you. And so because there's always somebody who needs something from you, you're thinking about what you have to do. And then you're trying to also meet the needs of yourself of the things that you want to create, like as a businesswoman and and doing that and servicing clients and all that kind of stuff like that. Like I can't not think about these things. Yeah. There but it's probably the first time I had the opportunity to because I'm attending to other people's needs all the time. And so I think that's really what it is, is is finding a way to, hey, babe, do you think I I booked you a massage? So I think for women it's more about intentionality. Yeah, I was about to I want to know that give you the opportunity. Right. Are you thinking about me? Like sometimes it's okay, let's say you let's say she's a work from home mom. Mm-hmm. And she has a child, she has a husband um, or a significant other or whatever, and the children or child or children is doing stuff all day, all day, all day. Let's say she's getting off the clock. Mm -hmm. She's working overtime. I've seen my mom do this countless times. I have friends that work from home. You know, sometimes they get off the clock six, seven, eight, eight. I should have been off at four. I should have been off at five. But there's so much to do that I have to, you know, meet the quotas of my position. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, don't even worry about dinner, babe, or you coming in the house because you see that. Not because I asked you, can you take care of dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. And typically that's what we're having to do is some t- think about it. You don't cook. So and this is not me and you, but there have been times where it's like you don't cook. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when I was in network marketing, it's like, I might got a presentation at seven, eight, nine o'clock. Then I'm on the phone till 11 o'clock trying to close customers for somebody or, you know, doing stuff like that. And at this point now, it's like, babe, what we going to eat? It's nine o'clock. We've had plenty of those conversations was like, I have a presentation. I have a call, a business call at nine o'clock. Why are you asking me what are we going to eat at nine o'clock? Why did you wait? Why was there no initiative for you to say, "Hey, I know you got this on the on the calendar," or "I see you're working late tonight. Don't I'm, I'm gonna go grab dinner," or you don't even got to say anything for us. It ain't I don't need the announcement. Come in the house with the food. Mm-hmm. Hey, I already took care of this. Don't even worry about it. Go ahead and knock your stuff out. Um, go kill it. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's about the intentionality. It's like, babe, I see you've been working for, a, you know, you've been working really hard at what you got going on. I see you've been really, really grinding. Thank you for taking care of me and my son. Go get a massage today. Mm. Hey, you know, there was a time, I think, right after I had Caden, you were like, what do you want for my birth- for your birthday? And I was like, a break. Yeah, I remember you and said that. And you booked me a suite at the Ritz-Carlton. You called my girls. You paid for dinner at a, at one of my favorite steakhouses. I, I'm pretty sure the bill was hefty. It was you know what I'm saying? You paid for the room. The, you paid for the room. You paid for the valet. You Jesus. you paid for the bill. You know what I mean? It was like, I remember when the bill came and my girls was like, oh, let's just take care of this Brit's birthday. And I was like, no, nah, my husband already paid for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's 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 that kind of, and it's, it doesn't have to be those big things all the time, but it's, it's intentionality yeah. overall things to say, I see this. But you don't got to tell me that you need this. I think the problem comes is that we always got to tell you, I need help. Mm-hmm. I need help. And, okay. So you answered it pretty much. You answered it. Like, that's how we give y'all the opportunity to slow down a bit. But it also says that um, saying complimentary things about her in front of other people. Mm. So is it, is it, it's not making advances at you in front of other people. 
I mean, that too. For me, I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> but it's it's like show the world like this this my girl like she's the she's amazing. Right. I th- I hear when we talk about like you know the man don't post them on social media enough mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Is that that form of? It can two? be. It can be. You know, I think in a digital world, yes, because especially a post, uh, you know, post C nineteen world, mm-hmm. um, that a lot of most a lot of stuff is digital. So of course, it is great to say like, my wife is just. I just want to celebrate my. I do this all, you know, because women we do this. We'll be laying next to you at night and just thinking about how wonderful man, what a great man I have. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of that, I'm writing this long post. I've been mean, putting up a picture of you with a long caption. It's like, it's 2.43 a.m. You're, sleep, you're sleeping right beside me right so now, but I'm thinking about you. And I just want, I just love how one, like that's stuff that women do. And it's not that that's what you have to do, but it's like once in a while is okay. You know what I mean? Like not, we don't, it doesn't have to be my birthday, our anniversary, Mother's Day. Those are typicals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where we know we might get it. It's just, you need it just because. It's not a need. It's like, that's, it's back to the intentionality thing. Like, I want to, the whole thing is, I want to know that you're thinking about me. I want to know that I matter to you outside of what I can do to please you and meet your needs. I don't want to feel like an object. And I think a lot of times that's what we feel like. And this is where the whole issue with men and wanting sex comes from, is that we always feel like a piece of meat. Like, damn, that's all you want is sex? That's all I'm good for. And that's what it feels like. We know that might not be the intention. That's not the vibe. But that's what it feels like. Right. Because the friction is like, okay, if I stop doing that, then does she feel secure? Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the answer is no. So this is all about security, obviously, to me. It is. Affirmation is feel is trust. It builds security. Yeah, it's just reminding her about how much you appreciate what she does. So, yeah, that's part of affirming, too. Affirming in sex. Affirmation in sex. Because women need to hear how beautiful they are and how much they satisfy their husbands. That too. Is this like, you know, in. (laughs) 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 You know where I'm going with this. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my God. Is this like when we are in in it, like having sex? Tell me you like it. Okay, my poos is it? Like that whose is it moment? Like, is it that? I guess it can be. Or is it the 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 lead up? Like, girl, you so fine. Like, I mean, I think it's both. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, me and Malk have this thing, and this is definitely probably gonna be TMI at this point. But it's like, after a grand night of of fellowship (laughs) in the morning, we both like, I changed your life. I changed your life last (laughs) night. You know, I tore that ass up. Oh my gosh, Malk never wants to. He never wants to receive that he like. Rocked your world. You be saying that, Boosh. You rocked your world. So now it's Boosh. See? It's not Boosh, but you know what I'm saying? He's like trying to act like, not trying to act like this was a grand time. I be telling you, like, you were great. I be saying that all the time. I'm like, you were great. You were great. I really appreciate you. That is hilarious. Move on. Move on. Move on. Connection. One one key to a wife's sexual excitement response in the responsiveness and ability to initiate sex is a strong connection to her heart. Mm-hmm. What does connection look like as far as? I think connection could be a few things. Like some of it is, I think men think women are way more complicated than we are. Cause y'all are. Mm-mm. Y'all really are. Don't do this. Y'all really are. I feel connected when you check in, like what's up? How are you today? What are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. 
how can I help you? How are you feeling? Okay. What are your goals? You know, you know, what are you looking to accomplish this week? How are you looking on those things? Um, even when you talk about, like I said, the spiritual thing, when you talk about like, how can I pray for you versus I prayed for you? You know what I'm saying? Like that's connection because it's like if God gives you some, lays something on your heart to pray for your wife on like something to consider for me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's that's connecting. Like you 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 care about me today, not today, but you care about me so <laughs> much that you you went to God on my behalf of like, hey, these are the things my wife desires. Grant her the desires of her heart. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's connection to me. Um, I'm a physical touch kind of person. My mom is in town right now, and she was talking about my son is my son because I am a touchy person, and, like, Kaden, you hate this. And, unfortunately, my poor baby began whoopings because his daddy don't like feet. And he kicking. be kicking. <laughs> so this is the thing. For him, it's kicking. But for if he's like me, which I feel like he is, it's it's physical touch. Like, last night when I was cooking, he was just rubbing my knees. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing the back of my knees, like <laughs> it was like, like thank you. But for me, I'm a physical touch kind of person. So you know, putting your hand on my knee, hold, wanting to hold my hand, or like putting your arm around me, stuff like that is connecting. Mm-hmm. It's not always having to be some big grand gesture. It's like literally normal stuff. When we take our walks and we have conversation where we talk about the things that we want, the places we want to go, the things that we desire. That's connecting. Yeah, like when we, when we took the family walk. Yes. Okay. Doing something right, y'all. I'm doing something right. That's what this means. Now, I think, um, well, I talked about non-sexual touch as well. So can you explain to me what the heck does that mean? Like, how do y'all feel? How do y'all feel loved or or, or your need for sex when it's non-sexual touching? Yeah, I think like, that what is that? Non-sexual is touch. Touch is like, I'm not touching you in expectation for this to turn into something. Like, um, rubbing your feet and stuff like that, like it doesn't even have to be rubbing my oh. feet. Like it's like it's like when you ask me for a massage, mm-hmm. but it's like you want. There's like an a, an agenda with this. It's like why is you naked? <laughs> <laughs> you said your back was hurting today. Okay, well I'm not understanding why you're taking your clothes off. Does that make sense? I actually really do need a massage. Like this is hilarious. Think about it though, like or like when we're like, I just want to cuddle, and you're like, just cuddle. Oh, you really meant that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to. I want to. I want you to hold me, mm-hmm. and not try to rub on me, and, and then start kissing, and then it's like, no, bro. Like I real live want to hold. Mm. That's non-sexual. But it's it's the. It's it's the fact that there's an expectation for it. It's like I'm for doing. Men, it's the pursuit, though. Like I understand that, but that what you have to us to having to pursue. Like she may or may not give me ass tonight, so I gotta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but that's the problem. It's like it's still with a objective. So it's like, do you really want to connect with me in this mm-hmm. way, or are you doing this in order to receive something later? Oh. That's what, but that's the problem. <laughs> so you can't, you can't be mad at a woman feeling like we, sometimes I'm not, ladies, write in the comments or whatever and let me know, have you at some point felt like a piece of meat? <laughs> like you just want me for what I can do for you. Uh-huh. Why don't you just want to want me to want me? Why can't we just, why can't you just put your hand on my knee and not have to rub it in hopes that, you know what I'm saying? The, the waters will fall. Like, I don't understand. Well, because men struggle with why can't she just rub on me? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't she just? All right, so I got a question for you then. It leads me to this. Why do you think women struggle with initiating sex, though? Because men deal with it. We feel like, okay, if why do I feel like I'm the only one initiating mm-hmm. this? How can we meet the need for you all to want to initiate? Or, you know what I'm saying? It's... It's the it's all the things though. Like I think it's the feeling connected. It's the the intimacy. It's let's talk. Well, let me let me read off why they say it's important for these sexual needs to be met. Okay. Uh, for women, because mm-hmm. it says it builds trust. Mm-hmm. It helps her want to please her husband. Mm-hmm. It revs up the engine, it does. obviously, and it melts the tension and stress for both. So it leads to positive chemistry, mm-hmm. and it keeps her physically and emotionally healthy. Uh, within your relationship. Now, what happens when it isn't met mm-hmm. is she feels disappointment, she feels rejected, and she may begin to be doubtful and mistrust and have mistrust. Um, but it says it, see, it may see her husband as selfish. For sure. Okay. And it may, and she may become irritable and resentful, start to pull away sexually, and she may try to punish her man. And it, do they, do she, does she try to punish her man through Probably without, sex? without having it. By withholding mm-hmm. sex? That's going to create a whole other world of problems. And she may look elsewhere to have her needs met. Man. My God. That's deep. So which one of these do you want to talk about first? Because... I mean, I think, I think all of them are valid because the thing is, I think the reason why we want to talk about this in general is, is literally this reason is like getting the understanding because sometimes the the men are like i don't understand why it's such a big deal like i can i'm not going to just it's like it's not asking to go on dates every day it's mm. this stuff it's feeling emotionally connected as if i matter to you beyond what i can give you you know what i mean and so it if if you knew it built trust with her if you knew what did i say that it helps her want to please you that it's what revs up the engine it's not what you just were talking about where it's like, well, why don't you just want to touch me? Like, why don't you just want to rub on me? <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like, because I want to just be held. I want to, I want to feel safe and secure in your presence, in your arms. And I don't want it to have to be a happy ending for you to feel like that was worth your time. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And it's, so it's like, if you know that that's what leads to the positive chemistry, if you know that's what leads to lack of stress and all that kind of stuff like that, then would it not become a priority for you the same way I said that because I understood now what rejection meant for you, I'm more intentional about what I do in those moments. And I don't think men give us that same, I feel like as women, we are more willing to do the work in learning what's necessary. Um, well, let me say what I am. Okay. Willing to do the work of... But I am too. That's the good thing about it. Yes, that is the good thing about it, but I think that's the issue. Is that most marriages... Men, most men that I know <laughs> or that I've come in con- contact with or that my friends have dated, it's always the same thing where it's like, it's not a priority for me and I can't do for you because you think of it as a physical thing in regards to like taking me out and all that stuff like that. I can't do that for you the way that I need with the quantitative amount of sex that is necessary for mm-hmm. me. And I don't think that's fair. You know what I mean? And so I think this, when you understand why that, like just that alone is enough for me. I don't need anything else to know. Like when I read, why is it important to you and what happens when it's not met? 
I now only want to know how do I start to meet those needs? I don't think it's always that simple to men where it's like, I didn't ask you to take me on 47 dates. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I asked you to be intentional with wanting to converse with me. I asked you to share with me what's in your heart, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even always me wanting to just blab off and talk to you all day. It's I want to get to know you, too. I want to know. Like, this is my question. It's like, where does the pursuit stop? <coughs> like, it's like, it's like we conquered it. I married you. I've been sleeping with you for however long, so I no longer need to do the things that I did. And it's like that's where emotional disconnect begins for us because it's like, damn, you did all this just to get me to live with you and be the only person that you can have sex with, and now you don't want to do nothing with me? That's crazy. I, I, I mean, the thing is complacency is a real thing. So when you get into a day-to-day life with somebody, it, it's very easy to slip into monotony, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and, and slip into routine, and forgetting that this is a whole woman. This ain't just like a roommate, you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to to differentiate. Like this is not just your room. This this woman needs emotional support. She needs uh, to feel secure. She needs to she needs to be taken out. She needs you know. It ain't like she's a pet. <laughs> you know she's not <laughs> she's not a pet. Even pets have to be taken out. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Out more than you take hey, your yo, wife out. I cannot. You take your pet. You out here not trying to be out too late because you got to take your dog out. I your cannot. dog is probably scratching at the door, and you ain't You're even hilarious. trying to take your. Think about it. You brought that up, and that is a great point because <laughs> a man with a pet would ensure that the pet was taken out so they don't tear up your damn house, so it don't Ooh, piss Lord. all over your house. But you don't look at that. I'm not saying that. What did you say? Here you go with a word. I'm I not saying it. that it's a it. word. What I'm saying is if you really think about that in a physical like vibe, is that a man who has a pet, a couple who has a pet, the man is going to be concerned about that pet not pinging all over the house, pooping all over the house, um, tearing up the house while you're gone, that you're going to make sure that you're there, and that when you are there, that you take them out when they need to be taken out so that they don't tear shit up. Yeah, and, but and, you would never equate that to like you trying to figure out why she acting so crazy because you ain't take her out, so she tears shit up. And I'm no way, you know, comparing women to pets. I'm not. You know, comparing. I'm no way. I'm no way. <laughs> I'm doing not comparing this. women to pets. I'm but comparing the level of care had a and attentiveness okay. to what you would do for a pet and not for the person that you're doing life with. Yeah. That it's the comparison of your level of detail, attention to detail that you would have for that. Same way the way you care for your car. You don't want the inside of your car dirty. You're gonna make sure your car is getting washed. You're gonna make sure that the carpets are clean. You're gonna make sure that everything is cleaned out because of what you the way that you care for a car. But why are you not putting this? I think that's what women's question often is, is why you don't want to put that level of detail into me. Mm. I think that's a whole nother part. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother situation. It my God, here you go. Right, so, but I feel like just play devil's advocate. I feel like even if men do this, like you know, they meet your emotional need, and they, you know, what I'm saying that they, they really don't even do it. They cater to your emotional need. I feel like there's still going to be this lack of initiation towards him because okay. men desire Let to be desired. So let's talk men about why. Why do women struggle with initiating sex for men? With men, before you, know what you say initiation, here, here's what I was going to say before you got to the actual question about being about the question being about initiation. Okay. The book said this in regards to women and men, uh, women toward men in regards to meeting the sexual needs. It was saying that 
women will respond to this and say, I tried that. And it said, it's not enough to try. You have to consistently do this. This is like a lifestyle. Like you have to continuously do this. So I think what happens is what you're saying is, oh, well, when I put in the effort or when we do do the stuff, when we do do insinuates that it ain't often it's doing being done for something. Mm. So be real. How many men in your friend group alone or that, you know, are consistently intentional about meeting those needs? on a regular basis, not on a because I need to basis, because that's always the question. Well, even when we do all this, most of the time that even when we do was three years ago. <laughs> most of the time that even think great. about it. I don't I don't I don't fully agree. That's okay. But <laughs> that's I still, okay. I still feel like you're not answering the question though, because why do women not initiate sex with them? I don't I want you to think of it from a service standpoint, not a selfish but a service standpoint, meaning I just this is what this man wants. This is what this man desires. This is what my man desires. Why am I not willing to initiate in something that he desires? Because we all know that marriage is selfless. I think some of it is maturity, though. Okay. I would say, for me, maturity. For me, it's growing up. <laughs> you got to grow up and understand, like, like, even this. This moment right here is maturity. And since I had the clarity and understanding... Like I said, if women want emotional connection, they want to understand you as a man. This is what we ask for. And you're like, I don't have nothing to say. Nothing is in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For us, that's not enough. Because then I say, when you say I need sex, I'm like, well, what does that mean? I just do. So it's like what we're looking for that feeds these things. Literally said intimacy and affection and affirmation, all that stuff like that, and non-sexual touch is what connects us to you. But you don't want to give us any of those things. You can attest to the fact that as I have continued to explore this for myself, you've seen more initiation. Absolutely. The initiation is based off of my clarity, though. The initiation is off of my understanding. Because I have a different level of understanding, I am willing to initiate more. Before that, it was just, it's not on my mind and it still don't be on my mind initiate it's it's servicing you it's not sex for me mm-hmm. for me it's not sex ain't on my mind more mm-hmm. it's on my mind the same on the same amount okay. it's on my mind the same amount it always has but been conscious. but conscious. i no, you're on my mind mm. you that's a gym that's you know a gym okay you're let me make sure that one's got that time let's make sure we got that gym that's a gym <laughs> It's not, it's not, sex is not on my mind any more than it was before. Mm. You are on my mind. What you need, what you want, and what it means for you in connecting with me for me to now get what I want. And that's where I say men and women are different because I don't feel like men think like that. Where it's like, I know she wants this. I yeah. know she wants to feel connected to me. I know she wants me to open up more. I know she wants to get into my mind. I know she wants to plan with me. She wants to know. Women are, we're, we reproduce. And we're, we, we are the only things that can create life. And so I believe or, and multiply things. And so when a man gives a woman his vision, think about all the things that come from stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Men want to be affirmed by the woman, and I want you to believe in me. When you watch that movie uh, by Tyler Perry, Acrimony. Yeah. And where Taraji, she you know what I'm up. saying? She 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 believed in him at first. She did. 
She was sick and tired she of him. Sick him for a long time, though. For longer. Sick as shit. And so when he finally got everything together and got to where he had been looking to go to all that time, there was another woman that started to believe in him and speak life into him. And there's so many <laughs> movies like that where it's like the one that starts to speak life into what you want to be breathe into, like it's like you turn into a whole nother person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you start to believe more in yourself. So it's like, if you know that that's where multiplication comes from in my life, why wouldn't I give her what she wants, which is to know me more, to get deeper into me? So, and I know when she feels like that, I don't even have to ask. So the life lesson is for men, if you want more sex, you need to open up more and you need to be more emotionally uh, involved with her. Emotionally involved and intentional and about intentional. servicing her too. Exactly. Be intentional about servicing her needs, you know, because your needs will be a byproduct of her of her needs being met. Your needs will automatically be met. It's all intertwined. And it's all intertwined. Because they're opposite, they're all intertwined. But as the man, you got to take the lead. You, you got to take the lead and initiate the uh, the intentionality. For sure. What are some of the things they could do? Because, of course, we want to be practical. Can't talk. About, I think we've talked a lot of great, incredible things tonight. But, you know, practically, what are some things, if I am a, a gentleman listening right now and I want to be better with these things, what can I do? So how to meet her need yes. is, one, <laughs> is to be consistent, obviously. For sure. um, affirm her just because. not uh, Just because the sun came up, affirm her pretty yes. much. Okay. Kiss me when you wake up. Okay. Thank birth and all. All of it. Make her feel be- feel beautiful. Learn what's on her mind and include her in your life. Mm. Make make eye contact. Verbally affirm her during sex. So that means like when Brittany saying who's you know, you love this. <laughs> Never have <ever. laughs> <laughs> What we doing it? No, like like tell her so, like yo. Like ding. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like I you love fire. Because it's like, like this, this. It's different than just be like, oh, I just want to have sex with you because you look so good. Like, like, nah, like you please me. Like, I I really have a craving for that. Like, because I feel like that's what women do. Like, nigga, I need that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, move on. This <laughs> <laughs> anyway, move on. This the move on me. Uh, stay close afterwards. <laughs> okay. Hold me. <laughs> Don't even want to hold you. They want to roll over and be like, girl, this nigga might be sleep so fast. Yo, I'm so sorry about this, but I'll be so, like, I'll be putting in work, so I'll be tired. I'll be tired. And it'd be late as hell. Okay. Nigga, even if it's noonday. That's a lie. Ooh, I just need a nap. Whew, man. All right, learn from her. She can teach you how to connect with her, which I completely agree, because it's the only way you're going to actually know. know how to do this thing is to ask and learn from her. Identify her need and her preference for touch. I think we talked about That's interesting. that. interesting. It is because um, I think it talked about, me and you talked about this, like how does she touch you the most? And for me, I'm a hugger, but I have to ask you for hugs. <laughs> like, can I have a hug? You don't just like hug me. Mm. And so when it talks about like identify like her need, but her also her preferences so typically look. how she does it to you. So she, you want to be hugged. I love hugs. Okay, and I want my dick grab. So let's do more of that. This is a woman's needs. This is the problem. Is that this is the this is I'm the, just, problem. I'm just, the problem. I'm just communicating. Y'all so damn tit for tat. No, bro. no, I'm communicating my needs. So that's so not you about know. your needs. This is not about <laughs> you, nigga. <laughs> Yo, hear this shit. Yo, how I, to meet her needs? Well, I, in order for me to meet your needs, I would love to meet you. No. no, I'm just saying since you're expressing me what your need is, Move I'm along. expressing what my need is. All right. Yep. You want to be hugged more? I get it. He don't care, y'all. 
I really do. I'm really Those are his other two needs, though. The other two needs for men are initiation and affirmation. And he's already talked about initiation by asking that question. And for affirmation, is like affirming who he is, affirming him to be a good lover, because we understand now that that is a very huge part of you. And um, treat him like you would want to be treated. I am a huge advocate for this. I was talking to my best friend the other day, and you know, we were having this conversation. I think you walked in on us talking about it. Oh, really? And we were, I said you walked in. What do you mean, oh, really? <laughs> I, I got to remember this. I, you know, we were talking about we were talking about what we wanted from our husbands in regards to more initiation of treating us like queens or more initiation Mm -hmm. of the the previous chase life we had once lived but my response also was like when was the last time she and i we had this conversation and talking about like i want him to do more of this and if he did more of this he wouldn't have to ask for that and blah 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 and but in the same breath i also asked her like when was the last time we did that for them when was the last time we planned a date because you can't say you don't know what to do if i at least show you what i'm looking for right. you know what i'm saying i i'm very consistent with like if you're having a bad day bringing you a card like just to uplift your spirits it's not to say that i want a card it's the intentionality of damn I wasn't expecting that because I never tell you. You go in the room at some point and you're like, damn, babe, that was great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's like, when was the last? Sometimes it's done to show you what I want. Mm-hmm. I got you. Or how I'm like, it's like, but I just don't think niggas put that shit together. Like, I think niggas do not connect the dots of like, oh, wow, I too could do this. It's like, that was great. She's awesome. She's so thoughtful. I too could, <laughs> I, it's the I too could do this. I too could do this. I, I think I think we do, but I don't. I and think we try said, to be too perfect. And also said, understand that body image does matter. That like y'all actually do care about what you look like or what you look like to us. We do. That's why I'm in that gym. And you look the f good. Appreciate it. You welcome. You uh. No. Move this along. Is hilarious. The other woman's needs is spiritual intimacy. Uh, when you have a mutual heartfelt desire to to be close to God, when you see God's direction for your marriage, it's leadership. It's leadership. Yeah. Okay. But under someone's leadership, you know. Yeah. Um, meeting this need of having conversations around spiritual things and praying with her and for her, focusing on her spiritual strengths. When you see her make a d- difficult decision based on her convictions and affirm and encourage her. Um, I think that's important to talk about because we're kind of on that journey right now. We're finding a church and like. Mm-hmm. It's like the debrief after service, like, dang, that was good. But it's like, I always say that. <laughs> what do you mean you always say that? I always, I feel like a lot of, think about back in the day when they used to see like your grandmother or like grandmothers would be at church, but the grandfather wouldn't be in church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think when it's talking about spiritual intimacy, it's like something that's huge for me. It's like being able to have those conversations where we're communing with God together. Like we're looking to build our relationship with him together. Um, and like even recently, I've gotten some opportunities to be at different churches as a worship leader and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm not personally willing to compromise what we're growing spiritually right now and building as a family at a church versus just going to go get another check. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And so when it's talking about like when you see her make a decision based on her convictions, like encourage that. Like that was, I just did that. Did I encourage you in that? Yeah, no, no, yeah, too? you did. But okay. it's like understanding like that's what spiritual growth is. Or like now we're talking about uh, the series that we're in the church is talking about prayer. And last week we talked about like the different, it's like being able to continue the conversation past church. Right. You know, it's relationship. Romance, uh, love and action. That means a wife feels romance when her husband does any to show his care for her and thinks about her. 
special phone calls, notes, surprises, something out of the ordinary or an ordinary day. Uh, she feels romance when her husband talks with her without distractions. My God. When he holds her hand and kisses her every morning. I feel like I feel like I'm more of the person that that wants to have undivided attention with no distractions, rather than you. You think so? Yeah, I think like when we're in our bed, if you haven't noticed, I don't play with my phone. I don't have my phone in my hand. I put it to the side. But you do. Ooh, are you calling me out on the show like that? No, not calling you out. Uh, well, I guess we gave you. <laughs> you definitely just called me out. Okay. All right, well, we can move on. It's okay. No, go ahead. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, is that what this is? That is that a time to have undivided attention, or if that's what you're looking for? Like, I mean, there's a level of awareness now that you brought it up, yeah. but you also have to understand, like, it's not undivided attention. It's not lack. It's not I'm trying to do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's like I said earlier. This is the first time I've had some time to myself. Right. Yeah. I, Think I about that. it. I don't spend all day doing client work, building presentations. Um, Dealing with my child, right. servicing my husband, making sure we had dinner, doing all the things. Mm-hmm. And then to top it all off, now you're in the bed, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, I want to sit and talk. Like, one, rare. Second, <laughs> new. Third, new is this is my me time. Yeah. And so it. it's like, if you know it's my me time, like, I think I'm not negating what you're saying, though. I'm not like, no, I don't want to, no, you it. know, it to sound like I'm like, F what you're talking about. But what I'm saying is, like, that has been my space to do that. Mm. So now that you're in my space, also watching the basketball game that I don't want to watch. Right, right, right. While in my me time space, <laughs> like, you got to understand that it's also my me time. Because then you be coming in there when I'm trying to have my me time. And also, like, can you cut your light off? I'm like, bro, you are literally ruining my zen right now. I get, so it, there needs to be even communication around that. That's what that. you're looking for. I didn't know that's what you're looking for. No, I no, I just like when I get in, when I get into the bed, I'm just making the opportunity there to have you as you know my full attention and not. I, but does that mean you're waiting for me to initiate a conversation? Like this is your moment. Like no, here's no, your chance to unload all the things that you've been waiting. No, but I'm to saying if you, no, I'm saying if you if there was ever a conversation needed or if there was a question you asked me, I I just want to make sure I'm available. Is what I'm saying. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that. Okay. To make me aware of that because, but I think a way that that could be done better okay. is you talk to me. <laughs> like, it's kind of like you said. You said, you said, I got no <laughs> I put my phone to the side and I give you my undivided attention. I don't say I give you my undivided. I'm no, saying. No, you're not. That's my point. This is your intent. So now you're not, sitting in the bed looking at me like, what is your intention? I'm not what looking are you at you. Doing? And I'm, like, I'm not looking at you. I'm watching the game. But I'm saying I'm I'm available if she wants to now ask these questions that they <laughs> always love to ask ten but, at night. But how would I know that? Your your goals in if, the next 10, 15 years. How would I know that? I'm though? available now. <laughs> you need a sign. Maybe we should get a candle. You know the candles that be like light this when you want to have sex. We need a candle that says this is your time to ask me all the questions. That is so funny. Think about, do you understand what you just said, though? Like, I'm the one with my phone on the side of the bed, and you with your phone in the bed, but this was your opportunity to be undivided <laughs> attention. For what, though? Like, uh, I don't know. It's all right. Let's go to bed. Oh, man. For real. I hope y'all got a lot of value from this episode, minus our little hiccup laughs, that's on the video. Y'all end up seeing that, but audio people, you got the full shebang. Yeah, you did. Uh, y'all should definitely... <laughs> 
subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get the full piece that you kind of missed. Um, technical difficulties will not be our future. <laughs> God is. Um, your life lesson, you already said? I think I said my life lesson. Yeah, it's to, it's to for one, for men to be intentional. I'm just saying for myself. To be more intentional about meeting the need of my wife and not for reciprocation, but because it meets her needs and I'm invested in serving her needs. You know what I'm saying? So that's my life lesson. And I would say that my life lesson is literally the same thing is like um, being intentional about understanding and learning what sex means for you. So it doesn't feel like it's just sex. And now in knowing that, I can operate differently and treat you differently and serve you more um, in the capacity of what you want versus in the way that I want. So do today. This has been another episode of the So Let's Talk About a Podcast. I am your co-host, Brittany Garrison. Malcolm Garrison. And you can follow me at Brittany Donnell. You can follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison. And don't forget to follow the show at So Let's Talk About It Pod uh, on all platforms. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate, review. Um, yeah, definitely write us a review, y'all. The reviews are fire. Uh, I definitely love reading them um, and what you got, especially from this episode. But um, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, um, and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And um, yeah, like, share, tell a friend, send this to your friend. I know y'all gonna send this one though for sure. Oh yeah. The sex the sex capades. I can't. Okay. Okay? We should go. We should go. We but yeah, we're gonna get into it. Love y'all. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Alright, y'all. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.